let us continue in prayer lord our heavenly father we thank you so much for the privilege to call us your children for the opportunity for us to be in your presence this morning those of us that are here present but those also that are online lord we commend ourselves before you may you speak to us clearly oh god speak to me and through me that your word will come and accomplish that which you purpose it for this morning and lord may none of us return the same we take power and authority over any powers that are contrary to yours oh god and father you will be exalted and father i'll decrease as you increase to the glory and the honor of your name in Jesus' name we pray thanksgiving praise the name of the lord hallelujah a very good morning thank you so much for keeping in the presence of the lord it's a wonderful thing to do because his presence makes us whole in his presence there's fullness of joy and there are pleasures evermore good morning how are we yeah okay i'm also okay we want to thank god for who he is and what he does for us and we want to thank god for the things he has done in our lives the successes he has granted us but even the challenges as we go through the challenges i encourage us to surrender them to him because he's more than able to help us activating the garment of praise is our topic for sharing this morning a beautiful morning that day the lord has made that we will rejoice and be glad in it as we continue to praise him as we focus on activating the garment of praise this phrase is one of the 10 ministry components that the lord jesus christ the messiah the anointed one came to offer and we find this stated in isaiah chapter 61 isaiah chapter 61 who will read verses 1 to 3 and as i read please take note as you identify those components but also how we can praise the lord Isaiah 61 verse 1 to 3 says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, and to provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called ox of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor, the word of the Lord. As we notice, there are many promises in these about 11 verses in Isaiah 61, but the message is filled with God's promises of restoration, restoration blessing for the future after the people of Israel had gone through a lot of turmoil, anguish, and suffering because of their sins, because of their disobedience, because of their idolatry, 
the Lord had them go through punishment. And in this particular chapter and verses that we have read, we see that God is bringing a message of hope, a message of restoration to these people that had been in suffering, in troubles, and he is asking them to return to him, to receive the good news of salvation, that he may restore them, that they may have a right and faithful, continuous relationship with him. And of course, their natural response would then be gratitude and praise to the Lord. And friends, we may not be very far from the people in Isaiah's time. The people of Israel were God's chosen people, a people called to have a perpetual right relationship with God, as God being their only focus, their only one almighty God. But human like we are, they fell short. They were unable to maintain that relationship. And that's why God chose to send Jesus Christ, the Son, and through the anointing of the Holy Spirit, Jesus starts by saying, the Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has sent me to proclaim good news to the poor. Good news meaning people had believed bad news, people are living in a state that is contrary to what God expects them to. And so this message very much uh, applies to us. In our sharing, we will attempt to answer four questions just to guide our sharing briefly. One is what is praise or what is the garment of praise? And then what does it mean to activate the garment of praise? Number three, how do you activate the garment of praise? Number four, why should we activate the garment of praise? meaning what is the importance of praise, and then we'll conclude. Looking at the word praise, there could be many meanings, but uh, I looked at the whole man illustrated by Dictionary, which says praise comes from a Latin word meaning value, praise, I mean price, merit, or worth. Praise means value, price, merit, or worth. And it is showing approval, that is telling God how much he has done for us, so we appreciate him, we appreciate his greatness because he's the only almighty God, he's the only all-sufficient God. We look at his power, at his greatness, and we approve of that, we appreciate him for who he is. We also appreciate him for his love and care for us. And we give him honor through our lives as living sacrifices. We can sing, we can pray, we can testify, but we also meditate on God's word and his greatness. So that is uh, what praise simply can be. Giving God his value, his right place, his worth, and telling him of his greatness. And this can be done as individuals because you don't have to have someone else in order to praise God. You can praise God as one person, 
but you can praise God with other people, say in a family, at your workplace, in a church like this, but also as a nation, we can give God praise as individuals, but also corporately. And what is the garment of praise? The garment of praise, as we see through the words of Prophet Isaiah, he gave a symbol, a symbolic representation, an image about a cloth, a garment that we put on. And that means that it is something that needs to keep with us permanently, a garment of praise, because unlike the old Stone Age, I think it's weird to appear in Adam's suit in public, isn't it? Yes, we have heard of some people claiming, you know, for them they are Adam's church, so they come to church in Adam's suit, you know? Now, no clothing, but that is weird. So what does the garment of praise mean? That we need to put on a cloth, we need to keep praising the Lord. It's something that we need to have permanently on us, and so it is something that refers to the aspect that praise comes from the heart. It comes from the heart and so it should be part and parcel of us that we are putting on this garment. We are praising God all the time, starting from our hearts and we are honoring him, not just with our lips, but with our whole heart. Scripture cautions us that there are times when people honor God with just the lips, but their hearts are far from him. I pray that we will not be a people who will sing and dance, but actually deep inside us, we have nothing to do with God. We need to have praise emanating from our lives, from our hearts, and continually putting on a garment just like we need the clothing all the time. Uh, when we talk about activating the garment of praise, it means that we make it operational. You know, you're not just putting one, but it's clean and it is meaningful and it is that which is honoring to God. So as the scripture says that a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair, it means that the Lord Jesus Christ is the one who ministers to our hearts and our minds and he replaces the heaviness, he replaces the hopelessness, the challenges in our lives and he fills us with his truth, the truth of the gospel, the good news that he came to give so that we can serve and worship him and praise him joyfully. So wearing the garment of praise means that we will be active, we will be purposeful, we'll continue to align ourselves with the will of God and thank him for who he is and what he does. We know that it is him who can lead us in authentic praise. He's the one who can help us to operationalize, to live a life of praise, a life of gratitude, a life that is pleasing to him. And as we note in John chapter 4, verse 23, 24, 
Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman and the woman was saying, you know, our ancestors used to worship God in this place and the other. But Jesus was telling her, a time is coming and is now when the true worshippers of God will worship God in spirit and in truth. Not so much of a place. A place is important because we come and congregate together. But a true garment of worship and praise is that we need to worship God genuinely from our hearts in spirit and in truth. When we are going through challenges, is it very easy to praise the Lord? Hello? Is it very easy to praise God when you are troubled? No. Yes, that is the spirit of heaviness comes upon us. The spirit of despair the hopelessness becomes our situation and if we are not careful we can dwell on that and focus on it but friends the bible tells us in romans 8 verse 28 a verse that we know all very well that everything works for the good of those who love the lord and who have been called according to his purposes those challenges, my brother, my sister, are meant to shape us. They are meant to refine us. Yes, uh, the scripture is there on the, on the screen. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Do you believe you've been called according to God's purpose? Yes. So... When the challenge comes, what is it coming to do? Accomplish God's purpose. It's going to work for good. And so, having that knowledge, that truth, you know, inscribed in our minds, in our hearts, in our lives, we understand that even when the challenges are around us, we can still praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, God is good all the time, not only when things are smooth, but even in the midst of challenges, God is good, and so he deserves our praise. And um, yesterday, I had a situation. Maybe it was working for good for an illustration here. In the morning, I felt quite sick, and I knew I was sharing this morning so i was telling god but now i'm talking about praise how do i go about it and he encouraged me i was able to praise even in the midst of that difficulty and like i've mentioned you don't only have to praise by singing you can pray you can just meditate on the goodness of the lord on his greatness you can offer yourself as a living sacrifice and so i lay there trusting god and as I meditated, as I sang in my, you know, little strength, I want to tell you, by his grace, before long, I was strong up and about. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you that even in those challenges, let's learn to praise the Lord because praise is a powerful weapon. It's faith in action. So let's trans. Let our faith in action by trusting God and believing his word because he doesn't lie. He does not lie. He says, call to me and I'll answer you and show you great 
and my things you know nothing about. So having understood what praise and garment of praise is, and having understood what activating the garment of praise is, we now want to look at how do we activate the garment of praise. It's a process. It's a process, we've said it's operationalizing, making our lives active as people who praise the Lord. And so we get into this pro process where God is transforming our sorrows, our hopelessness, our despair into his truth. And he does this in his trinity. As we noted, it is the Lord Jesus who are speaking saying the spirit of the Lord meaning that God the Father so his Holy Spirit who is also in operation so we see the Trinity in play God the Father sending God the Son and filling him anointing him with God the Spirit all the three at play so that the message of restoration the message of hope can be given to the people of God and so as human beings what is our role we need to cooperate let's cooperate with God so that he can help us to be able to put on this garment of praise and there are a few things that I think we can uh, do as we activate the garment of praise. The first one, the very first phrase Jesus says was that he has been anointed to proclaim good news. So you and me, we need to receive the good news, the good news of the kingdom of God, the good news of salvation. Just like it was in the time of Isaiah, People had believed bad news, they had gone away from God. And even in our times, a lot of the news around us is really bad news. But I implore us to receive the good news. We could have received the good news and accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Very good. But even if we haven't, we still have an opportunity. Let's receive the good news, the message of salvation. And this is the very first thing that we are called to do. And after receiving this message, we should continually live as such. Because the last part of verse 3 of Isaiah chapter 61 says that they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. You and me, my brother and sister, need to live in righteousness after receiving the good news so that we are witnesses for the Lord, a display of his splendor. Number two is prayer and thanksgiving. We know very well from uh, Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 and 7, we are told not to be anxious about anything, but instead we are to pray we bring our petitions and our thanksgiving to God. And as we do so, his peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And as we do so, then we are released to be able to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So instead of anxiety, let's pray, let's thank God so that we can 
activate the garment of praise. Relatedly, we are also to focus on the Lord God and the things that build us up. Apostle Paul in Philippians 4 verse 8 mentions eight of those things that we need to keep thinking about. And these are things that are true, things that are honorable, things that are right, those that are pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. When you are challenged, when you're in a difficult situation, what do you do? What do you focus on? Do you focus on the problem or you focus on the bigness of God? I encourage us that we focus on God because he's able to do much more than we can ask or even imagine. But we also activate the garment of praise by having faith in God and his promises. The Bible repeatedly says, none of God's promises ever fails. They are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. So just believe God, my brother, my sister, have faith in him and in his promises, and that will encourage you to activate the garment of praise. But we also need to study and apply God's word in all aspects of our lives. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, the Bible says that we need to give thanks in every think give thanks in all things not just the good things but in everything because it's the will of god concerning us and uh, ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 to 20 give us a very good illustration of how we activate the garment of praise when we are filled with the holy spirit the bible says we address one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody to the lord with your heart giving thanks always and for everything to god the father in the name of our lord jesus christ let's keep in the spirit so that we sing we make music we sing psalms we talk about the goodness of the lord as we encourage each other hallelujah and then finally as we look at how or why we should activate the garment of praise we are simply saying what is the importance of praise number one praise is a command god commands us to praise him you know let everything that has breath praise the lord do you have breath yes so what should you do praise the lord he says that if we human beings do not do so he will command the stones that don't have breath to praise him he's a powerful god and so we who have breath we are commanded to praise the lord secondly we know that he loves us out of his love even in our sinfulness he sent jesus christ to come and die on the cross for us and he welcomes us in his kingdom and he calls us his children oh how great it is imagine being a child of a very important person maybe president maybe a king or whoever but these are earthly people they have limitations what about being a child of the most high god hallelujah hallelujah oh how great it is to be a child of the most high god 
And so that is a great reason for us to praise the Lord. As if that's not enough, God supplies all our needs. Praise the Lord. He tells us he supplies all our needs. Yes, let's clap if we mean to. He supplies all our needs according to his riches in glory. Not just the physical needs, but he provides everything for us to live a godly life. We find this in Philippians 4.19 and 2 Peter 1.3. The Lord has also put his Holy Spirit in our hearts. He has given us the Holy Spirit as a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance in eternal life. Hallelujah. If we are excited about the physical things God gives, then let's be more excited about the eternal life to the glory and honor of his name. And then praise brings every other blessing, every other release. And as we know, in prison, Paul and Silas sang. It was night, midnight, we are told and the prison doors were opened. So just like we have said, if you are in any situation, even if it's difficult, choose to praise God and you'll get the breakthroughs. But we also know that praise brings down the glory of God. In Second Chronicles chapter 5, verses 12 to 14, Second Chronicles 5, 12 to 14, you read there, but just to summarize that there was this mass choir. There were prophets, there were priests, there were trumpeters, there were Levites, all singers with all kinds of instruments. And as they made that praise, I imagine that's where one song came from. As they made that powerful praise, the Bible says the glory of God came down. The glory of the Lord filled the temple. How I pray that we will purpose to praise the Lord, that we will feel his glory in our lives, we will feel his glory in the pews, we will feel his glory in the air, and that the glory of God shall transform us. Praise his holy name. And so in conclusion, my brothers and sisters, we give <clears throat> praise to the Lord because it's due to him and we are commanded to praise him as the creator, as a provider, as savior and sustainer. But he has also transformed our hopelessness. He has removed a garment of despair, a garment of hopelessness, the faint spirit from us and given us a garment of praise. And as we yield to his good news, as we pray and trust him, as we apply his word and focus on those things that matter, we will continue to build and activate the garment of praise so that we continue to obey his commands and experience all his blessings. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you.